What's up, everybody? Welcome to the NG Ingwen Show. My name is John Drummond or Yang Haolun. Hi, 大家好，欢迎回到 NG 英文。我是 Stephanie。今天来宾是巴西柔术的中代选手跟教练。那他在十号星球派系下学习的。接下来，让我们来欢迎 Marshall。I am joined today by the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Marshall. Marshall is an incredibly talented Brazilian jiu-jitsu brown belt competitor and coach, training under the lineage. Doesn't that just sound cool? Lineage of the tenth planet.、Mm. Wow! So, everyone, please welcome Marshall. It's me. I'm here. He's here, <laughs> guys. I just want to start this show by saying that Marshall and I have been connected for probably over eight years now,、mm. and it started when him and my best friend at the time, living in Thailand, knew each other,、mm. and we met in Thailand. You guys are like small town Thailand, dude. We were the middle <laughs> of nowhere Thailand, and we were. Teaching abroad, you know, just doing that life. Shout out to our buddy Ansel,、mm. who's a doctor, a medical Ansel doctor. Ja. Ansel Jia, <laughs> medical doctor now in the U.S., and I'm just a podcaster. <laughs> 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 But we met. Well, can you do? You just reminded me of the、yeah. story. Can you can yeah, you, you share you, that story? You didn't even know it at the time. I don't even remember the story. So we were at a, a party in Thailand. I was just visiting my buddy Ansel, a college friend. I got to his village with the name written on a paper. A late, I I spoke the name of the village. I don't know if I said it right. She wrote it on a paper. Thai is gibberish. I don't know what it says. She gave it to someone who spoke it to a bus driver. So I'm sitting on a bus for hours, and then at some point, the bus driver's like, "Get off." I'm sitting in this village. Luckily, forty minutes later, Ansel pulls up. Next day, we're at a party with you. This is this foreigner party, middle of nowhere, Thailand. I look at my passport, and I'm like, I gotta get out of Thailand, man. Like my visa's expired. I gotta get to Malaysia. I don't know how to do it. I had despair in my voice.、Mm. You turn around from behind me and go, I'm going to Malaysia tomorrow. Come with me. I was so in disbelief. I was like, What are you talking about? <laughs> You're like, Where's he staying? So where's he staying? This hotel. All right, I'll pick you up. We'll get breakfast. We'll go to Malaysia. And we did. It's it crazy. <laughs> and that's just the way we roll. <laughs> and I still do that to this day. So it makes sense. But I had completely forgotten the origin of that story. And wow, it gives me chills because it's so fun. Because we ran into each other casually the other day, and every time I get to see you, I'm always so happy to see you because I know that we've been connected through this universe of Asia for so long.、Mm -hmm. And there's a good there's a good Chinese word for 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 our relationship.、Mm. Uh, my tones are not correct, but the word is yen fun. Yen fun. Okay. This is destiny. Destiny. <laughs> like, oh, how do you know John? Yen fun. <laughs> how did you guys meet in Thailand? That's crazy. How, what happened? How, how did it happen? Yen Fun. Wow, bro, amazing, <laughs> amazing. <clears throat> Thank you for reminding me of this beautiful story. I will take that with me. But I was hoping we could share a bit about your incredible journey with jujitsu、mm. because it's been. I mean, it is who you are now, and yeah, it's most of what I do. It's most of what I think about.、Yeah. It's, it's the organizing factor of my life. The organizing factor of your life.、Yeah. So, can you grace our beautiful audience here on Ngeing Wen a little bit about? Yeah, what is the origin story? Who is the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Marshall? Who am I? Yeah. 
<laughs> Let's go deep. No, just like a high level. <laughs> uh, Marsha Stamper. <laughs> Been training jujitsu for 10 years. I started in college. Mm. At the time, um, I was in San Diego, University of San Diego, partying. Trying we, so to we've out. actually, dude, we've been connected be, for probably 20 plus years then. Just being in San Diego? Yeah, because I mean, San Diego, I went to San Diego State. Just breathing the same air? Just breathing the same <laughs> air. Destined to meet in foreign lands, yeah. in the middle of nowhere in Thailand. <laughs> Shout out Tung Song, Nakonsi Tamarad. How do you say that? <laughs> Tung Song. Tung Song. Tung Song. <laughs> yeah, bro. Literally middle of nowhere, guys. Google Tung Song. That's where I used to live and work. Yeah, you guys are not visiting there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was there was ten foreigners that lived in the whole place. Alcoholics, we call them. <laughs> I was sent there for Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> so anyway, I was in college and just drinking too much, kind of aimless in life. And I went to a jujitsu academy, and what shocked me, man, what really sold me on it, was I would I'd get there early and sit on the mat. And every single person would come in, notice my presence, and say hello. Compare that to a college party where you're just kind of in the way, Mm -hmm. right? You're just kind of competition for guys, and you're kind of invisible to girls. And Mm, that's beautiful. No one's really like, I'm so glad you're here, man, just for being you. Like, that's it wasn't happening in my life. Mm -hmm. Some people can live like that, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Wow. That's beautiful. So that just the... I see you. Yeah. The hey, connection. You're nice. Yeah. And then the welcome in. Yeah. The welcome into yeah. the, the, the tribe. And they wouldn't just do that to me. They do it to every single person in the gym. And this is something that I really try to to keep going in my classes. Because not every jiu-jitsu school does this. It's not required. Got it. But that one was big on it. And so in my classes, I'm big on it. I love it. I mean, yeah. it, it, knowing you pre this time, that was who you were too. You know, you were just such a kind you know present person mm-hmm. so i love that you and in you're doing that now marshall 跟 john 的缘分真的非常特别他们其实已经认识快八年了而且是在泰国的一个小镇认识的那因为当时的来宾的签证 visa 快过期了所以他必须去马来西亚没想到在当晚参加派对的时候 john 就突然转身过来跟他说他刚好隔天也要去马来西亚那不如一起去吧结果就在前阵子他们也是偶然的相遇所以就邀请来宾来上我们的节目啦那来宾接触巴西柔道已经十年了他是在大学的时候开始的当时因为他太爱喝酒而且对人生毫无目标 aimless 所以就加入了那令他震惊 shock 的是他每天早上都会提早到并且坐在垫子上面那真的说服他喜欢上这堂课是因为每一个进去教室的人都会注意到他而且都会跟他打招呼那来宾刚用 solving on it 不是在说被卖什么东西而是在表达他被说服了那来宾也提到他的课程当中希望可以保留这种风气因为大家会打招呼这件事情并没有特别被要求但因为他很热衷 big on it, 所以他希望可以在教室中也有这样子的氛围我们继续来听接下来的专访吧 So let's start with a little bit about your competition level because、mm-hmm. I love to share with our audience, you know, what is BJJ competition like here for a foreigner or anyone curious about the sport here? Um, so there's a couple of big like national tournaments a couple times a year.、Mm. But what I'm really trying to do is get up my own no-gi submission-only matches, which is the way to get an audience going. 
Because a, a jujitsu tournament, man, it, they're so boring. Like mm-hmm. nobody's paying to watch. Okay. It's just you wait around for hours, and like the the rules are confusing. Mm-hmm. It's like why why did that guy win? Sometimes you can tell. Sometimes a guy gets strangled, and you're like, oh, obviously, FZ <laughs> <laughs> didn't win. Got it. But sometimes it's really confusing. And so what the future and what I'm really trying to promote is you take off the gi. And you're wearing rash guards. Yes, that's when I've seen most of the time when you are competing. Yeah, so this is my style. It's what I'm known for. And in that way, everything is slipperier. So it's a lot more action. And the rules are simpler. It's you go until someone gets submitted. And if no one gets submitted, there's no winner. Got it. Draw. Yeah. Okay, wow. So that's called no gi. No gi gi being the kind of white... Um, cloth that yeah, competitor. Pe- people who can imagine a karate competitor wearing okay. that real traditional. Yes. Yeah. Nice. All right. And so, yeah. So you want to kind of bring up the nogi competitive aspect in Taiwan. Yes. Nice. Yeah. And make it more fun for audiences to enjoy and engage. Yes. Super cool, man. And so a big aspect of that is getting more people into the sport. And so you've been actually coaching, instructing mm. now as well for a while. Is that right? Yeah, I've been uh, instructing all totally underground. And so it, it's just real fun. I teach some friends at home. I teach some private lessons. I teach uh, around the island sometimes. Bears Den, Taijung, what up? Kaohsiung, BJJ, big friends of mine. Yeah. And uh, I've just been real lucky, man. Like people people want to learn jujitsu. There's a big hunger for it. I think as people spend more time online, mm. this in-person interaction really hits hard. Mm. You know? I love it. And yeah, no, you're... You can't use technology. It's just you and the other person, or really you and yourself as you learn more and more of the, the techniques, right? Yeah, but the, this this human-to-human connection is really valuable, and it's becoming more and more rare. Mm. And so people who come to jujitsu, they get addicted real fast, and they're not sure why. And there's a lot of things going on there, but the main one is you're with someone, you're feeling their energy, you're touching them, mm. your nervous systems are co-regulating right. is, is the big key word. Yeah. So Look at this neuroscientist days. over here. <laughs> I'm big into neuroscience, bro. <laughs> and then you're learning something impossible, you know? <laughs> Same way people get addicted to chess or music. Mm-hmm. People love things that are really impossible to, to master. Chinese is kind of like this. No, nobody thinks their Chinese is that good. Even Chinese speakers, yeah. they're all just like, "Oh, this is, it's a lot." <laughs> <laughs> it's a great analogy too, yeah. Because you were kind of saying, the more you learn, the more the sport grows, yeah. and you realize that, yeah, you're. I mean, it's you're really loving the process, which is, I guess, I mean, that's a great metaphor for our lives. You yeah. gotta just love the process. Yeah, and, and jiu-jitsu is special in this way. It's the only martial art that's evolving in front of our eyes. You ah, know? Interesting. So, like, people are learning set, new techniques. It's, it's stagnant. Muay Thai, there's, you can't do new kicks. Like, they're, they're established. But jiu-jitsu is all the time. The rules are changing. There's no governing body, and the techniques are changing. Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, there's just a new choke. It's like, how, all right, we got to learn this now. The lineage of Marshall. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> it's fascinating, man. You just so beautifully said that it is that connection, that regulation of nervous systems. What are some things, what are the maybe the top three things that you've learned through BJJ that you could apply to life now? Oh, man. Um, so the big thing with jujitsu, what what's happening in it is you're getting strangled and so you're submitting all the time. Mm. That's a big thing. You can do this on camera. I can strangle you and you tap. And so the big lesson through this is 
<laughs> the big lesson. Oh, <laughs> it's coming, isn't it? <laughs> the big lesson is when things get overwhelming, it's okay to tap out, mm. but you got to keep coming back and trying. You don't tap out and then you're done. Right. You tap out, you're in over your head, mm. and you tap out mm. as soon as you're as soon as it's too much. Mm. You know. That's beautiful. Yeah. So and like great one metaphor. day I can apply this to relationships with women or <laughs> life, jobs. There we go. Yeah, you know? tap out those women. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, like when yeah. you're in a situation you're just like I'm in way over my head. Mm. I, I got to go take a walk. Yeah. And you got to come back and you keep trying. <laughs> you got to with your family, sometimes it's a bit too mm-hmm. much. I don't know about you. My family, sometimes it's a bit too much. Yeah, bro. And it's okay. You can tap out. You can try again later. You can go home. You can learn a little bit. Mm-hmm. Come back stronger. Try again. Fail again. And mm-hmm. so it's this idea of failing up. Mm-hmm. Every time you tap, you get better. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Failing up. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That just keep repeating. <clears throat> but. In a way, too, you're not just repeating, hopefully, the same mistakes for right. too long. Hopefully, right. as you l- fail up, you're learning. Maybe what did you do wrong? What can you do better? Failing in the presence of a teacher who's helping. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, man. Great metaphors for probably anything you guys want to learn in life. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that deliberate practice, right? Yeah. We talk about that a lot. Bashi 纯报名制 submission only的比赛，因为这样才会有观众。那以往传统的赛事其实都蛮无聊的，不会有人特别付费去看。那因为通常要等好几个小时，而且规则又很令人困惑。那看的人只会想说，嗯，为什么他会赢？或是除非某个人
So every single day I'm drinking tea. I got my pot. I got my my tea dealers, and <laughs> it's a big important practice. And I, I swear by it, man. I, I think yeah. there's real magic in it, and I'm real glad that not many people are into it. Because when I first came to Taiwan, I heard about Taiwan in a tea shop, and so I thought when I got here in San Diego, right? In San Diego, yeah. I thought everybody here would be doing the gung fu cha, the lao ren cha. I thought everyone had their table in the office making tea all the time. Mm-hmm. Showed up, oh, it's boba, or like people are drinking coffee. Yeah. I was like so shocked, and um, it's a real amazing practice yeah. that I really recommend to everybody. Mm. Yeah, and Taiwan is just the best place in the world for it. Yeah, so you have a whole process right there, of it's a morning ritual kind of, yeah, or yeah, yeah. all throughout the day. Oh, I I drink throughout the day, but the the morning is the important one. It's about an hour. I drank the entire kettle's worth of water, and it's it's really it's imbibing the incredible chi of ancient forests, literally. I love that. It's so you. (laughs) (laughs) It's so you. You drink a whole kettle of water. Sometimes two, depending on the day. Dude, so hydrated. I love it. Your journey here now as a coach and as a competitor, you're probably using Mandarin and English a lot on this journey. Is that right? Uh, I speak mostly Chinglish. Hey, me too. <laughs> That's the way. Yeah, I, I've I've gotten some good Chinese phrases to like help motivate people or like get some philosophy in them. Mm. But the actual teaching of jujitsu, I do it in English and mostly through pantomime. And I did this. I I think this is a good way to learn jujitsu because my first teacher didn't speak English either. Mm. He was Brazilian, and so you just kind of you go a pant, a grip, a. and so i do a little more than that but to 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 teach a whole class in chinese is a big Mm. goal of mine that Mm. feels very far away yeah that's cool and so thinking too yeah like i mean is everyone welcome in that sense because it is such a non-verbal sport in a way right? absolutely so this is a big thing like Part of the co-regulation of nervous systems is your brain adapts Mm. to focus on a certain situation. So once you know the goal, you know what we're doing, you understand a little bit of jujitsu, you get exactly what we're going for and the details you can see. I'm putting my hand here. I'm pushing here. Mm. Oh, step this way. You can pick them up. And a good thing about a jujitsu gym is it's it's a community. So sure, my Chinese isn't so good, but his Chinese is better. His Chinese is the best. He can translate sometimes. He knows other words to translate. Mm-hmm. And so someone could come in speaking no Chinese. I've had, or sorry, no English. Mm-hmm. I've had students like this. And it's just, okay, so now this is your sister. This is your brother. You guys help them more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. You've been to class a bunch. You know this move better than me. You help. And so it's really supportive. Like, I don't feel the pressure. Like, I have to speak Chinese to everybody because mm. that would be too much, man. Like, I couldn't do it. <clears throat> that's beautiful, man. Yeah, that communal teaching aspect of yeah. it, really. That's very tribal, right, yes. in a way. Like, hey, now this is your brother. This is your yes. sister. Take care of them. Yes. Make sure they're understanding and coming along with us. Yep. Oh, I love that. It's yep. super cool. And every once in a while, I'll see them teaching them something. I'll be like, what are you teaching them? Don't. <laughs> okay, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Revoke their brother-sister yeah. status. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Switch. <laughs> <clears throat> it's fascinating, man. You were telling me, too, you know, we. I didn't know why you were in Thailand at that time. Mm. You reminded me. You were trying. You were training potentially to become a Muay Thai fighter at that time, like a professional, full-on fighter. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, I was. I was living and training at a 
the Santai Muay Thai Academy outside mm-hmm. Chiang Mai, Sankampeng, Thailand. Hey. And I was there for, for two and a half months before I met you. And oh, so what, what kind of got me out of it was it was three things in quick succession. Mm-hmm. I went to see a fight and in Muay Thai fights, you can get really close to the ring because yeah. they're, they're pretty casual. And this guy was in there, and he was dancing. He was so good, man. He was dancing. He was jiving. He was making fun of his opponent, just clowning on him. Two Thai guys. And mid-dance, the the guy, I thought this guy was so good. He took a head kick, fell down, and he was unconscious in an impossible way. He was at my eye level, staring at me with dead eyes. This man had no consciousness in him, locked eyes with me. And it freaked me out so much. I kept training. I stuck with it. I started sparring. And every time I'd spar, I would see stars. Sparring is you have gloves on and you're trying to hit somebody and they're trying to hit you. Yeah, like hard. (laughs) And it can be friendly. I did not have any friends at the gym. (laughs) I was was hitting these Thai guys and they were not. um, They're hitting you back. (laughs) They were hitting me. And and I've heard a lot of ideas about this. Some people think it's like a neck strength thing. Like maybe I got too much of a skinny neck, so my brain's wobbling. But at this time, Joe Rogan, who who I've been listening to since before that, um, he was on a big head injury kick where he's having on doctors, like talking about head injuries, talking to fighters. And so I just had these three things in my head, like the guy who was so good with dead eyes I'm seeing stars and Rogan's all talking about like the long term mm-hmm. uh, effects of brain injury. And so it was just not for me. I was like, I, I got to protect my brain. Mm-hmm. I do love this training. I love training hard. I like running in rice fields. I like sleeping at the gym, but I can't be doing it, man. Yeah. And so it's beautiful too because BJJ, yeah. more technical, it's very methodical, it's chess movements. Yeah. You're training your mind, not hurting your mind. Right. So jiu-jitsu is the hardest sparring possible that you can do every single day. Yeah. Because Muay Thai no... guys cannot take head kicks every day. Ooh. Boxers cannot strike every single day. Uh, judo and wrestling can go full speeds, kind of, mm-hmm. but their bodies fall apart. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu guys still incorporate injuries, but no head damage, no brain damage. Mm. And you can do it every single day. Yeah. And you do. <laughs> and I do. I think you had a you trained this morning, right? I trained this morning. I'm training tomorrow morning. I'm training there we Friday go. morning. I'm training Saturday morning. I'm training Sunday. Seven day you do seven day a week? Mm, <clears throat> Monday and Tuesday sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Wow. Powerful stuff, guys. Well, my man, it's great to reconnect with you. Yeah. Where can people maybe reach out to you to train with you or to learn more about BJJ? If anybody's interested, uh reach out to me on Instagram. My name is uh, just my name, Marshall Stamper. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, I love talking to people about it. I love introducing people to it. I run events around the island and I offer uh, private lessons. Here we go. 来宾说台湾拥有全世界最好的茶,而且他每一天都会喝茶,因为他觉得这是一个很重要的习俗,practice。那来宾对于很少人知道这件事情其实蛮开心的,因为这样就没有人跟他抢了。那在美国的茶店
。来宾也提到，因为在台湾教课的关系，大部分的时间都是用 Chinglish， 也就是中英参半。那他有强调，他自己学会了一些激励人心的中文片语去鼓励学生，让他们接触一些比较哲学的理念。只是实际上的柔道教学还是用英文跟雅句 Pantomime 来表达。来宾表示，他的目标是希望可以全程用中文教课，但可能还需要一点时间。他也觉得柔术像一个社团，就算是完全不会英文的人也没关系，因为会有其他比较有经验的人帮忙解说跟翻译。那这样想起来，当时来宾会在泰国，是因为他正在准备成为一个泰拳的职业选手。那来宾说，他当时在清迈不远的地方受训了两个月，但他当时决定不继续的原因，是因为他去了一场拳击赛。那因为泰拳都蛮近距离的。他记得当时他认为很厉害的那位选手被膝盖打到头部之后就整个昏倒了。那这时候的选手是完全不省人事的，但他的眼神却死死的盯着来宾，所以他就被吓坏了。那接着只要他在练习对打 spar 的时候，他就会眼冒星星。那最后就是因为他常听的乔瑟夫·罗根一位综合格斗主持人的分析关于头部受伤后的后遗症，他就是认为说，嗯，这或许不太适合他。那后来他也发现，其实武术当中只有巴西柔术可以每天的练习，并且不会受太严重的伤。那我们继续来听接下来的专访吧。All right, my man. Well, a question I love to end with、okay. is a philosophical one. If you could go back and talk to a younger Marshall, pre Taiwan, pre BJJ, would there be any advice you give yourself about life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness? Absolutely, man. I just tell him,、um, breathe deeply. That's it, man. <laughs> I've been working on breathing deeply lately. <laughs> it being, helps a lot. Being present. Yeah. Yeah. Breathe deeply. Calm down. Yes. Everything else is in motion. Mm. Mm. Wisdom. All right, my brother. Well, thank you for joining us today on the NG English Show. Oh, my pleasure. You guys know where to find him. Please reach out. He does incredible. Coaching. He's a huge advocate around the island, and just a very calm, present, exciting presence. <laughs> All sorts of different moods and energies, and he will choke you out. <laughs> 最后，来宾会跟年轻的自己说：“记得深呼吸，并且冷静下来。其他的事物都会持续运作的，就等于是顺其自然了。”那听完来宾的故事之后，只能说这反差真的蛮大的。从早上泡茶到差点成为泰拳的职业选手。感觉就是两个不同的人。那我们就谢谢今天的来宾 Marshall。All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us on the show. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. All right, everyone, thank you so much for joining us on the NG Ingwen Show. You know where to find my man Marshall or myself, John Drummond eight nine, wherever you can find us. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen Show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search "ng ingwen" or you can search on IG "ng English I C R T." And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6:30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9:30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye.